Just blanks, right? Welcome to Slaying the Unicorn. We're your hosts, Zach Miller and David Citrin. And this is where we take a more realistic approach to technology and the industry behind it. We proudly step out of the tech circle chart and read between the lines so you don't have to. Sure, we're cynical and we scoff at the tech echo chamber, but it's necessary if you don't want to believe in all the fake news you read from TechCrunch. Glad you joined us for this episode. This episode is brought to you by Unicorn Jerky, a t-shirt site that shares our love and disdain for technology. It's great for presents. David, what's your favorite shirt? Um, I'd say the, the shawarma as a service is kind of my favorite shirt. I feel like it really encompasses everything that SaaS is all about. You know, just really disgusting old meat spinning on a spindle for hours and hours. But, but and can hours. you scale that? Yeah, I mean, if, if you take another spindle and put more meat on it, you could just do that again and again and again. You can get to like crazy scale. And remember, like, you know, if you can get to economies of scale, that's also great. You can have really cheap shawarma. So the whole SaaS model just works, in my opinion. But, you know, I'm not a SaaS expert. Where would I get one of these shirts, David? Well, I'm pretty sure they sell it everywhere. It's no. at www.unicornjerky.com. Oh, okay. Right, that's where I got it. So first up, we have our Tech Sack segment, where we jump in and discuss useless technology. Along the way, we may slay some sacred cows and unicorns. Before we start, I just want to give a major shout out for SoundCloud for keeping their shit together and staying alive for yet another week. Uh, we didn't think we'd make it to the second podcast, but thanks to SoundCloud, we're still here. Keep on doing what you're doing, guys. Try not to fail miserably. Sex of shit. <laughs> so first up, first story. We've got a billionaire in the news selling... Flamethrowers. Yeah. What's going on there? Right. Elon Musk. I think he's just the, the tech industry's perpetual troll who just keeps on showing how we're all a bunch of stupid sheeple. Um, where he just sells us total crap and we end up buying it. He just sold $10 million worth of flamethrowers from his company, The Boring Company, which actually, you know, their their main idea is to do something interesting and really just dig giant holes underground, aka, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a sewage system to run their, you know, the Hyperloop tubes or, you know, the Hyperpoop tubes. So... Now he's just selling random shit. I, I follow him on Twitter, and every, every now and then I read the description, I see that he's a hat salesman. I thought it was just like, you know, haha, he's being funny. But he actually sold 50,000 hats, limited edition hats that have the Boring Company logo. The Boring Company is the name of the company. Logo on the hat. They all sold out, and now he's sold out all of his flamethrowers. So what the hell? I mean, I want to get that guy on my board, like helping me hawk stuff. Like he's he is the crowdfunding like influencer du jour, right? Right. He kind of reminds me of Russ Hanneman from Silicon Valley. Just it's all about the swag, right? He's probably got like a uh, company on the side that all they do is make up stupid shitty swag, and then he just sells it to a bunch of idiots who think like he's changing the world one hyper poop at the time. Um. <laughs> Would it be awesome if he was actually like? we're watching him pivot away from like those big ideas of like sending people to Mars, um, just to peddling stupid shit. Right. He just turned into like a, you know, five below kind of store where he's selling just really chintzy shit from China 
where he just slaps the boring company logo on it or Tesla on it. And then everybody's like, oh, wow, this is so revolutionary. It's <laughs> it's solar powered whistles. <laughs> so speaking of cheap shit from China, uh, there was a story this week. Uh, CNBC covered it of Ikea or Ikea, whatever, however you want it, depending on what country you're from. Yeah, depending if you're Swedish or not. Yeah, exactly. They're now going to and, and Ikea, by the way, is renowned for like sort of being very low tech on the consumer side. Uh, but they're going to be introducing AI and VR uh, for business opportunities there. Does that sound like a good idea? So I associate IKEA with, you know, homicidal rage. So. <laughs> I think you experienced that in a lot of situations. Though. Yeah. I mean, it's not only IKEA, but I think IKEA is one of the greatest examples. I don't think I've gone to IKEA once with my wife without getting into a major fight. Uh, and that's just because IKEA is designed to bring out the worst in human beings. It feels like just this perpetual death trap where you just cannot escape. And oh no, here's another piece of shitty furniture. <laughs> or here's another stupid. That it ass takes me piece. seven hours to, to, to connect on my own at home if I exactly. can do it. Exactly. So then seeing the future in AI and VR, where you know the whole retail industry is basically <laughs> on its last uh, you know dying breath, and they're trying to figure out how they're not not going to lose to Amazon. So AI and VR is what's going to save them. It's basically going to make me want to kill myself faster. <laughs> so you're envisioning like a first person shooter game. Right. So the only way they're actually going to track me to the store is if they somehow, you know, at the entrance, identify who the husband is or who the non IKEA enthusiast is. Cause it, the world is basically divided into two types of people. You're either an IKEA lover, uh, IKEA hater, or either just a deranged sociopath. So, <laughs> so they'll identify who's who, right? And the deranged sociopath will get carts to go buy their IKEA stupid shit. And the IKEA haters, like myself, will get a pair of VR goggles, okay? And the whole IKEA store will turn into a first-person shooter game where you'll basically have zombies dressed like IKEA uh, associates. Associates, yeah, that, that's the word, the fancy word. I think it's a Walmart. It, that's a Walmart term. Oh, uh, Walmart started that. So, what? However, you say associate in Swedish, probably some dumb, stupid name. And you basically marker, yeah, yeah, constructor marker, yeah. And then you basically get to shoot the fucking shit out of all of them. Wow. And I, I think I'd never leave IKEA. You would, uh, you would, be, you would look forward to going to IKEA and shopping. Right, because it, it kind of—I mean, I think it's structured based off you know like those old classic games like Doom or you know Blizzard's uh, um, whatever that game was where I kind of shat my pants playing it when I was a kid. It, the 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 layout of the store is exactly that layout. It's supposed to just terrify you. So it's just a natural step to shove zombies in there and give you a, a pair of VR goggles and you just go nuts. Right. You blew my mind when I was reading about this. I thought this was enhancing the shopping experience for the in the IKEA enthusiasts. But you're talking about this is actually yeah, this is no, keeping marriages together. There's a much bigger idea. Yeah. This is IKEA trying to save marriages. I feel like they're 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 redeeming themselves after years and years of just failed marriages and you know d divorce settlements this is all on them so they're finally realizing the errors of their way and they're trying to fix it you can so, see like paint paintball clubs showing up like early sunday morning at ikea's and stuff like that for like early yeah. morning practice and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. vr paint or, or just show up with a paintball gun that's not vr it's a legit one just you know go nuts i do that these dudes just come in with the VR and they 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 hook up Strava on their on their uh, on their as an app on one of their phones, right? Strava, sorry, um, Strava, whatever the whatever the hell you want to call them, I can call them epic fail. So wait, uh, so what's going on there? Strava, it's it's an exercise app, right? Right, it's like it's one of those you know 
run keeper is like, oh, look at me. I just ran a... 47,000 miles. Yeah, 47,000 miles. Yeah, extreme uh, gains or whatever douchey bodybuilders say or runners say. I don't know. I don't run. But <laughs> um, basically, a lot of soldiers were using the, the app without realizing that when they're sharing their social activity, they're exposing where they are. So I guess these aren't the smartest soldiers, um, yeah, this isn't this isn't special ops. These are these are platoon yeah, mix, huh? Yeah, these are like these are like um, uh, you know uh, cannon fodder soldiers who are you know front, front lines. Line. Yeah, and they didn't realize that they were essentially exposing patrol lines and secret military bases during their shitty work, workout routine. So yeah, oopsie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they people definitely... died because of this all over the world, and it wasn't just like the U.S. Army. It was it was the Israeli Army. It was. I mean, it was everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all over the place. These people need to, these soldiers need to get, you know, commended with a purple heart or, or, or something. They, they really deserve a medal. How about the penis medal? The penis medal, yeah. I think, I think there's only one real winner of the penis medal this week, and that's... Not such a good segue, huh? Yeah, you know, it, it's a pretty good segue. Um, cryptocurrency company, uh, Protium... Uh, Which, by the way, I, sounds a lot like scrotum. Yeah, scrotum, protum... Perineum. Yeah, look at you. You're on fire, Zach. With the, with the... So, so this was this an outright scam? We talked about a scam last week on 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 the Slaying the Unicorn podcast. Um, this to me sniffs like it, it it just was an outright scam, right? So I, I guess any scam seems like an outright scam in retrospect, but initially when they launched their uh, their, their their coin and they 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 ran their ICO, um, the whole goal was to basically streamline the whole produce. Uh, acquisition process which and, totally needs streamlining and belongs yeah, belongs on the blockchain of all yeah, things that belong yeah. on the blockchain it has to be the protus ecosystem I'm sure, right i'm sure i'm sure when 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 blockchain was invented the guy was basically saying like oh shit like the biggest problem is produce so i need to solve the digify that shit decentralize it and put smart contract the hell out of that thing distributed ledger that shit for bananas for bananas yeah yeah uh, yeah bananas tomatoes avocados I mean, what other what other you could keep going, but but the point is, they actually raised a lot of money. They didn't hit their 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 outright goals, um, but but they raised millions of dollars, right? Yeah, they raised millions of dollars, um, and then earlier this week, I think it was uh, towards the end of the weekend, suddenly any person who would go to their website, you know, encountered a very interesting uh, 404 page, which had one word, all the way you know to the left into the up right corner of the uh, up up left corner. Where it just said the word penis, um, no, no CSS, no nothing, just plain text HTML. Really, no CSS at all. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't really care. There was no like, you know, let's let's make let's give them a show. It was just very straightforward. The word penis, and no eye for the aesthetics there either. I no, mean, just no, no, just five letters. letters. Yeah, and regular old penis. This, I mean, to me, this this smacks of, and we don't actually know who this is. Although you know, he came out and sort of said why he, why he did all this. The the scammer behind it all but it, it seems like he's a sixth grader like a sixth grade boy right like have we gotten to that point in, in crypto where like you know we have elementary school kids just like coming up with spoofs and raise you know 35 million dollars during lunchtime yeah but, but that's just it's an, it's another testimony to how ridiculous the whole concept is people that are buying these stupid icos literally know nothing about blockchain or cryptocurrencies they just eat up all the shitty buzzwords and then Six year old, sixth graders from uh, from Lithuania can come and say like, okay, I'm just gonna put up a fake white paper, 
raise a bunch of uh, you know a bunch of million dollars and then steal all the money and put up a word penis on a website and goodbye. You just slandered all of Lithuania, but like, do we know he's from Lithuania, by the way? I mean, yeah, he is from Lithuania. Okay. I, I did my research. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I You're have, thorough. Very I thorough. I have integrity as a journalist, right? Are, are we journalists? I don't know. Pundits probably more. Okay. So before we close up the tech sack, which deserves closing up at this point, I think we'd be remiss on moving on if we don't mention Amazon. Amazon was in his big time today. Um, you want to explain what, what's going on there? Right. So Amazon – uh, announced a partnership with Berkshire Hathaway and J.P. Morgan. Which is to, somewhat nebulous, by the way. There were, I didn't see very many details around what that partnership really entailed. Super vague. Okay. So, you know, not a lot of details. Basically, talking about running as a non-for-profit for the company's employees. Yeah, basically they, self-insuring their own companies and providing them with medical services. So it, exactly. So providing their uh, their plan is to go into the healthcare uh, industry as 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 service providers, which you know. So this was a shot over the bow by saying it doesn't really matter that it's self-insured or it's, it's focusing on their own company. Like everyone's looking at this and saying, holy crap, they're going to not only are they killing every industry they've ever touched, they're now going to get into healthcare." Right. And it, it was so emphatic, that announcement, that at one point the insurance market lost $30 billion of its market cap. I don't know if it's still at that number. but Just it, from that announcement. Just from that announcement. I think MetLife lost $9 billion of its market cap. Uh, at a certain point, and it just goes to show Amazon could fart. Okay, they they, they could literally. Fart. I'd buy that. I'd invest yeah. in that. And I would invest in an Amazon fart, and it would just send the the, the capital markets spiraling out of control. What's next? What else can Amazon literally shake up? Is Amazon it, crypto farts. Amazon crypto farts. Is it Amazon pornography? Wow. Um, on what, AWS. Yeah, on AWS. Just think of it, and also. Obviously, it's going to run on the blockchain where you know, you're going to have distributed porn. Think about it for a second. That makes wow. a lot of sense, right? David, it's been great uh, catching up with uh, the tech sack of the week. Yeah, love it. Our next segment is short of the week where we profile one company that just screams stupid idea. David, what's, what's the company of the short of the week? So the company of the short of the week is a company called WAG, which basically is – Uber for dog walking and dog hosting is, is that is that the word? So it's it's kind of like Uber and Airbnb. Wow! For it's a mashup, for, and yeah. and admittedly that's that's a big market, right? I mean, it's like I think I read it was a seventy billion dollar market. Right. So so the pet industry is huge in the states. It, it really is massive, and I think it's a really it's a it's a it's a growing trend in Europe. Um, and the funny thing is, is you know, let, recently in the past couple of years all the companies that are trying to disrupt or innovate are basically saying I'm the Uber of X or the Airbnb of X. And they basically, you know, hit, yeah, killed two birds with one stone here with we're the Uber and Airbnb for pets or specifically our niche market of dogs. Okay. So it's, it's not a bad idea, but here's the kicker. SoftBank, again, we talked about them last week with the fucking Lego company, the real estate prefabricated <laughs> buildings, And now they're investing in, yeah, a dog walker app. To the tune not, of $300 million. This is not a small mm -hmm. round. This is this yeah. is a big round. $300 million for 45% of the company, if I recall correctly. That's that, that's that's pretty intense. Um, again, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the investment committee at SoftBank are just sitting in a room with crack cocaine and Tide Pods and bath salts and just getting high as shit. They're like and, making these decisions in like a hot tub, right? 
Yeah, for sure. A hot tub with, I don't know, sushi. Was that racist? I don't know. I don't know. But but basically, what the hell is going on there? I understand you guys raised uh, a billion dollar investment fund, but it doesn't. Oh, I think it was a hundred billion. All oh, right, hundred yeah. billion. Sorry, sorry, hundred billion. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so they so, have to write big checks. I mean, it's fuck, that's fuck me, right. Yeah. yeah. So like, oh, three hundred million dollars doesn't even you know move the move the needle for a hundred billion dollar fund. But still, what the hell? Why are you investing so much money in, in, in a in a company like this? But that that's fine. I guess you can make you can make the case that they're actually doing well and they're you know producing revenue. Like you and I both own dogs and we understand the the struggle is real as dog owners. I suffer three times a day, man. Yeah. Um, so th that that's fine. But when we're talking about another piece of interesting news, where they appointed a new CEO, was um, that alongside the the funding round? It sounded like it, it was happened together, right? The yeah, at least. I, th I think it was a package deal. Uh, CEO, uh, woman by the name of Hillary Schneider, uh, who was the uh, oh, was she the, the woman from LifeLock? Yeah, she was uh, basically in charge of LifeLock. And for, for those of you who don't know who don't know what LifeLock is, it was a fraudulent is. is and right. publicly traded. Yeah, I mean a fraudulent. No, actually, it was it was acquired by Symantec ah. for an absurd. $2.6 billion. But the funny thing is, it was a fraudulent anti-fraud company. <laughs> Riddled with problems. They got they got to a point where they were fined over $100 million um, for, for their fraudulent activities. So basically, she's got a you know an awesome, you know. Great CD. resume. Bulletproof yeah. resume. Great resume. What so, could go wrong at WAG, though? Is she going to like. Yeah. Phantom I, dog walks. I mean, like, what's the, what could happen? What could go wrong here? Basically, I think what she's going to do is she's just going to buy a shit ton of iRobots, Roombas, and, you know, hook up the dogs to the Roombas and take them for walks. And wow. then, you know, huge profit margin, right? Self-driving Roombas. Yeah. Cutting out the middlemen, all these, you know, hard work, hard working Americans that, you know, go to college at Harvard, you know, just like yourself. And, and, to make uh, ends meet, you got to walk the dog in between your driving Uber and and your full time job and the three kids. Right. You got to put food on the table, David. Right? Yeah. No, I, I understand that the struggle is real, man. Um, but I think she's gonna find interesting ways to make Wag a very shitty company. So for that reason, we're adding them to the short of the week um, Hall of Fame. In our last segment this week, we look at what's happening in crypto land. If you thought Silicon Valley was a frothy place to spend your time, crypto is insane. We separate the chaff from the wheat and just talk about some insane things going on there as well. And David, we have some pretty crazy news in crypto land this week, don't we? Right. It's so hard. Every week we have this debate of are we going to turn into a crypto crap podcast um, or just turn it, just keep it to it's just such one... an easy target, man. It's, it's like it's like hitting the side of a barn. Yeah. But but before we get into the main story, let's 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 talk about some of the interesting things we've seen this week. So I know we spoke about Dogecoin last week. So apparently there's Pepe Cash or Pepe coin, I don't even know what it's called, where it's a legit cryptocurrency that is used in order to maintain ownership off Pepe memes. So for those of you who don't know who Pepe is, he's he, a frog, right? He's a, he's a frog who is somehow basically, um, you know, commandeered by the alt-right in the US to troll um, Democrats. And it's hilarious. They, they, make, they make some really, really creative memes with, with Pepe. But now people are getting really possessive over the ownership of their memes Whoa, that they're creating. Pepe got out of control. Yeah, Pepe got out of control. So, so that's one. 
Um, another th- another one that you and I saw, which apparently is just the uh, um, you know a modern take on on a on a platform that existed for a while, where it's uh, crypto celebrities, where you can essentially buy and sell actual celebrity tethered coins. Mm-hmm. So the the ad that I saw on YouTube basically showed a picture of Kevin Spacey saying, hold on to your celebrity uh, right before he crashes. <laughs> I was going to say that's a short. Yeah. yeah. So, th- so that's definitely a short. And then they showed Justin Bieber and like, that's a perpetual short. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else. Is uh, any I, would else go, I would go along the Biebs. But yeah, along with the Biebs. Now, this was something you could do for a long time. You and I were talking about this before the show, but um, the Hollywood Stock Exchange was sort of a virtual platform where you could sort of invest in and we're talking years ago this was eventually bought by Kendra Fitzgerald but invest in in both upcoming movie titles as well as individual celebrities but it was always virtual and the, and the and the plan was to actually register those with the FTC and, and enable them to to, to to actually trade never happened long story short uh, I guess blockchain one of the uses of blockchain is to enable uh, trading of celebrities and uh, who knew yeah it just basically shows that the, you know the sky's the limit and the world is your oyster when you're a blockchain entrepreneur or enthusiast because you can do pretty much anything. There's nothing you cannot do. Um, but yeah, so you know, jokes aside, let's talk about our main story. Obviously, coin check. I feel like so, all of our stories also surround losses, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we love making fun of uh, other people's misfortunes. So this is, you know, this is where this is where it's at. So coin check. For those of you who haven't heard, over the weekend, uh, we're hacked. Um, and basically a Japanese, uh, crypto exchange, right? Yeah. Japanese crypto exchange. Um, and as, as a result of the hack, they were, uh, basically the hackers stole $534 million in crypto tokens. Yeah. Um, It's like three bitcoins, but, (laughs) (laughs) but the funny thing is, is when, when they reported it, CoinCheck said that they lost $434 million dollars worth of crypto tokens so how, like as we spoke last week it's you're not because nothing's really there's no account structure so it's not like something's coming in and pulling it out they didn't really you know what i'm saying it wasn't like technically yeah. they're right it's gone it's lost it's like somebody walked in with with a sack and they just basically you know shoveled all the coins into the sack and walked out it's lost they, they don't know where it is that was <laughs> not my metaphor by the way oh that was not your metaphor well it's definitely mine i just love using the word sack um but uh the funny thing is is this is pretty big, right? This is half a billion dollars or more than half a billion dollars worth of crypto tokens that have been stolen. But not too long ago in 2014, uh, another Japanese- What's uh, going on over there, man? I don't know what's going on in Japan, but it is hilarious. Tokyo-based Mt. Gox, also a crypto exchange platform, uh, handled about eighty percent of the world's. They were uh, one of the first guys on the ex- on you know in the exchange world. They were they were it for a while. I think you know they they handled a lot much of the pricing information that was happening in Bitcoin. Right, right. They, they were like a pioneer in that in, in that space in twenty fourteen, and this is before um, Bitcoin really rose to its crazy fruition that it is at right now, and also the rest of the other cryptocurrencies, whether it's Ethereum and all the other bullshit ones like like Dogecoin, right? Um, but they they were they were a leader in that space handled 80% of the world's Bitcoin trades, uh, and they filed for ba- bankruptcy not, 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 uh, not long after they were uh, hacked and they lost, again, I love the, the use of the word, word lost, 850,000 Bitcoins, which was then worth half a billion US dollars. Now, you and I crunched the numbers, you know, got our 
Got my uh, slide rule out and my calculator, my HP yeah. calculator. I went to my econ professor and I happened to, you know. <laughs> I modeled it. I modeled it out. Basically, I built like a waterfall and, and, a, and a Gantt chart and whatever other stupid shit these fake economists pretend they do. And we calculated that that is basically worth today um, $8.5 billion. Oops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, it wasn't even really their money, right? It was, they were losing client money. Yeah, client money. So, so who gives a fuck, right? But $8.5 billion, and if you compare that to today, we're half a billion dollars. So like coin checks, like, okay, that's that's that's, that's fine. It's no like four, four Dogecoin ecosystems. Yeah. So I guess coin check, no harm, no foul. Just continue doing what you're doing. Don't really change anything. Don't tighten up the security. It's fine. It's not $8.5 billion. It's just half a billion dollars. Unless, unless four years from now, the value of Bitcoin or the value of NHK, uh, which was a cryptocurrency that was st- stolen, uh, would also uh, grow 10x. And then it would also be around that <laughs> that area. Not, no, not 10x. Sorry, I need to speak to my professor again, but about uh, probably 15x or 16x or 17x, somewhere around the – And you can't, you can't buy enough Facebook ads to make your way out of this, can you? No, you cannot. And Facebook basically said, enough with that shit. We're shutting down all the crypto ads. Zach, Even the legit ones, right? Like there's basically getting completely out of that market. Yeah, but Zach, so what's the what's the logic behind that other than the fact that it's hilarious? Uh, well, for us everything's hilarious, but I, I, I think I think they're basically I think that legislation is coming. Um crypto certainly in the US will be treated like a security and then, you know, then it's gonna run under sort of the you know, the aegis of of the SEC and 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 you know public offerings and and you know obviously you'll have to there'll be a, have to be a prospectus and disclaimers and it's like Facebook I think sees the writing on the wall and saying like you know we've kind of it's I'm sure it's been a cash cow for them up until now but they they made the statement say basically we're we're distancing distancing ourselves completely from that market we're willing to forgo that revenue um, so we don't go to jail that's that's how I read the leaves smart move by the Zook the Zook knows what's happening. Knows. By the way, you showed me a very funny video. Oh, my son showed me a very funny video. Sorry, it wasn't you. Am um, I your son? Kind of, spiritually. Um, did you see the demo, Zook's demo of uh, VR uh, in the studio? No. Totally tone deaf. So basically, he's sitting in a studio, he puts on VR, and like you're treated as a, as a viewer to them. So sort of this green screen experience where they are the two, the two personalities, it was, it was Zuck and a woman, are lifted to other places and he they facebook chose to take you to um puerto rico and he looks behind him and says wow it's it's flooding down there and it was and he basically it was it was an opportunity to look at you know misfortune uh but from the safety of your own room and uh it it just it rang so tone deaf uh he took a lot of crap for it but i just thought that was funny sorry you missed it he's he's i mean i am sorry i missed it I, I always love a, a video that shows how much of a retarded robot, sorry, not retarded, mentally challenged robot he is. And I think that, um, with a whimper, uh, ties up this uh, this episode of, of the Slaying the Unicorn podcast. I'd like to thank our sponsor again, Unicorn Jerky. It's a shirt site that shares our love and disdain for technology. It's great for presents. Thank you, dear listeners, for uh, spending your precious and valuable time with us. I'm Zach Miller and David Citrin here. He's my co-host and uh, we'll catch you next week. Yeah, bye-bye. We proudly step out of the tech circuitry. That's my what I used to do.